Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? You know, it's absolutely one of those days that you wake up and you just just thank God, thank the universe, thank everybody for living because it's so great. I hope your day is starting out fantastic. I'm so happy that you're with me today. I really appreciate it. I do want to also um, uh, say uh, thank you to all of our veterans. Yesterday was Veterans Day, and I just want to celebrate the, that day with them. I know that I want to thank uh, everyone who is serving or has served our country. Um, I want to thank them for you know giving their lives, you know, often. Uh, so that we can live in this democracy that is a gift, that is a one-of-a-kind gift, that is a, a special gift that we have to celebrate, that we can't take for granted. Uh, I want to thank you. Uh, I would say also thank you to the families of these people who are supporting them, who are sharing them with us, um, that is a great sacrifice, uh, one of the greatest sacrifices that one can make. And I just want you to know that you are greatly appreciated uh, for your service today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, it's Tuesday, you know. Tuesday's child is full of grace. So I guess my show is Tuesday's child. Um <laughs> but um, uh, I want to, th- again, thank you for coming in. You know, my wish for you today is that you are loving life in a way that brings you uh, joy. That you are loving life and you're living your life in a way that's bringing you joy and happiness. Uh, I wish that for all of you out there listening. I hope that that continues to be something that um, uh, you do. I hope that you're feeling good and that life's treating you kind. Uh, if you're not feeling well today, I'm sorry. I'm sending you a big hug and and lots of great wishes and hoping that you get better soon. Uh, you're, that you're sur- hope you're being surrounded um, by sunshine and there's kind of gray where you are, you know, think of sunshine, feel it in your heart, you know, I want you to, you know, push through those gray clouds, those gray skies, those storms that may be going on, and push through to the other side and see the brightness that is there for you, the brightness that you make, that you create, just by being there, by reaching out to others. If you're cold, I am definitely sending you warm wishes. I know what it's like to be cold. It's funny, I've been talking to people a lot over the past couple of weeks about snow and being cold. Uh, And so I think people are kind of feeling it everywhere. Come in contact with, I said, people from all over the world, all over the country. And so they tell me about 
Uh, weather always seems to sneak into our conversations. I'm not sure why, but it does. Um, maybe it's because here in, in the Sunshine State, it's usually always warm. Um, but, you know, you think of warm, um, we think of 70 degrees or 80 degrees, 90 degrees as kind of normal, not, particularly 90s, you know, kind of normal here in the Sunshine State. Except around this time of year, it gets down to around uh, in the 70s and or maybe even a little lower. And, and um, um, when I first moved here, I found it really strange that people found 70 or 60 degrees uh, as cold. And coming from um, uh, where I was living for the past you know, 10 or so years, uh, the state of Wisconsin, it was, uh, I couldn't understand uh, what they were talking about because for me, Wisconsin is cold. Sunshine State, Florida, not cold. Uh, but I guess if you live here long enough, um, I can see how those temperatures may uh, make you feel that way. But but for you today, I hope that you're feeling sunshine and warm. And if not warmth in a, from the sun in a physical way, that you're warm in your heart. You know, I want you to be, as I can quote, say, share a quote with you, I want you to be fearless in the pursuit of what makes you or sets your soul on fire. I want you to be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And, you know, that's kind of hard to do sometimes. I find it. Uh, I, I know there are things that I love to do, things that I'm very passionate about. Uh, coaching is one of them. Sports is another thing. Um, you know, just loving and, and, and sharing a good conversation uh, with people. Um, but sometimes, you know, I find I have to uh, work up my fire you know i could see me you know if you've seen a uh if you ever build a campfire or uh put some sticks together maybe outside uh you're cooking or you're um you know fixing the barbecue and and you're at the end of it and you start seeing the fire kind of wither down and i think sometimes it happens to us um as we are as we're pursuing these things that set us on fire uh, there are times when our fire seems like it's gonna go out but we've got to find things to heat that fire to put more logs on to add a little more um, gasoline if you will uh, to ignite or reignite that fire I mean really think about what is it that made that fire start in the first place what it was it about that what is it about that thing that generates that energy that you have when you're dealing with or working with those things that you really love doing? You know, you go to sleep thinking about it, you wake up and you can't wait to do it again. And those are the kinds of things I love. One, And I, I mentioned coaching for me. I mentioned sports for me. Talk, talking to you every morning on the radio as well. Or not every morning, but at least on this Tuesday morning is one of those things that kind of, you know, gets me excited. And, and uh, it's part of the things that give me joy. But today I wanted to uh, even go further because we're at the time of the year. And this is November. I think we all know that. So we're at the time of the year when we start reflecting and we start thinking back and 
you know, if you've been with me, we've been kind of reflecting throughout the year, but particularly this part of the year, uh, with the leaves changing, the weather getting cold, uh, um, we start thinking about, and the holidays in particular, we start thinking about the holidays that we've had. We start thinking about the times we've been with families and friends and how that made us feel. And we start uh, reminiscing about all the great times uh, that we had and the funny things that occurred. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. I think Robert Downey Jr. is one of the stars in this movie. I think it's called Holidays. Uh, and the families get together, a dysfunctional family. <laughs> and the turkey falls on the floor. I mean, all the things that... Uh, uh, you would think would make it dysfunctional. You know, it's, there's a, uh, I think, a scene where one of the uh, sisters who's always had a crush on a guy um, but has never told him, and uh, he's invited to dinner. <laughs> he's the, he's, I think he's the brother's friend, and, and weird things happen. There's funny things happen with that. But anyway, things happen around the holidays, it seems to me, or maybe it's just a family gathering, that things happen that don't normally happen at any other time uh, as you're off living your life, but there's always something that's happening that makes you remember that particular holiday or that particular gathering. And, but, and normally in the holidays, you remember those things often very warmly. You know, they make you laugh now. Maybe you weren't laughing at that time, but as you look back on it, you know, it was funny uh, in most cases. Uh, and uh, you look forward to the next one and the next gathering. Although I will say that some people are very skeptical about family gatherings at Thanksgiving. I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving that seems to make families go a little nuts. Maybe it's the pressure. Maybe it's the fact that it's on a Thursday and some people have to go back to work on Friday. Uh, for some people, they have to work on Thanksgiving or the day before. But, you know, it's that kind of year, where we're, that time of year where we're reflecting on those things that are in our lives, those things that are happening in our life. And as we're doing that, you know, we, we tend to want to hold on to uh, those good memories. Now, and, and I'm not against holding on to memories. I'm against getting stuck in them because it's really easy to do that. And it's really easy to think, boy, I wish it was like that again. I wish we would we could do that again. Or, you know, I'm afraid if we do it this time, it won't happen. I don't want us to get stuck in the past. That's a danger for us to do because then we don't move forward. What I want to challenge you to do is to rethink everything. Rethink everything and challenge your uh, habits, challenge your assumptions, challenge the way that you have always done something into the way that you're doing something new. So that's what we're going to deal with. We're going to talk about that when we come back from break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red says Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, we're rethinking everything today. And that's what I'd like you to start doing as you're moving forward to the end of this year. You know, we're only, let's see, maybe six weeks away, maybe seven, but six weeks away from the end of 2019, I mean 2019. Wow. Where did it go? I know I ask that almost every show, but I could think about that. It's just getting closer and closer to the end of of. Of the year, and I think that's part of what makes us start reflecting and thinking about it. You know, um, this is the month of giving thanks, uh, giving thanks to to God for our blessings or the universe for our blessings, whatever your spiritual um, tendency may be, or you know, giving thanks to our about having children or our family or realizing our dreams or giving thanks, you know. For what we've been able to accomplish, you know, we share with other people, uh, and we work with the in the community. We give for that, you know, and all while we're doing these things that are good, and we're giving thanks, and we're and we're working hard, and and we're reaching out across the aisle, you know, reaching out to somebody who maybe uh, have a little more need than what we do. You know, while we're trying to share the good things in our lives and help make someone else's life better. And we keep getting bombarded with all this craziness that we hear either on television or through um, the Internet. 
uh, through Facebook, or LinkedIn, or you know, all this crazy stuff, Instagram, all these crazy things that are going on through Twitter, you know, and I just keep, keep what kept hitting me uh, recently was, there are so many secrets and lies, and I did a show on this one, no, I think it was back in March, but there's so many secrets and lies that people tell uh, and tell themselves that, you know, they're almost living in a world of uh, that's their own. It's not reality. You know? And I know reality is, you know, whatever that is, thing is to you, but there are some truths that hold regardless of what you've painted your reality is. And, and it just feels like today, anytime you turn on a radio, a television, if you still turn on the radio, by the way, or you flip through your emails or your Twitter accounts, you know, there are what what my aunt used to call bold face lies <laughs> being prevented, presented and misrepresentations of the truth. And somehow we have to weed through all of that. And there are instances of betrayal that seem to be happening on a regular basis. And what I don't want to happen, what I'm afraid, or I'm, I shouldn't say afraid, what I'm concerned that is happening is that these things are becoming normalized. And with that normalization, what does that do or how does that impact our life? You know, I ask you a question. How often do you lie? You know, how often do you tell a lie? And, and we'll, I'll use the phrase as well. How often do you tell a little white lie? Uh, I always wonder what a little white lie was. Or was. Is there a little black lie or a little brown lie? I'm not sure. A little purple lie, but the <laughs> the phrase that we use is "little white lie," and and usually when people tell quote unquote little white lies, is they're not done with the intent to harm. They're normally done with the intent to prevent you from harming somebody else or to hurt somebody else. Uh, the odd thing is that more often than not. Telling the little white lie leads to a bigger lie, which in turn has helped the person more than had you just told them the truth in the first place. It would have been less harmful um, than perpetuating and telling that particular lie. So, do you tell lies often? Do you intend to do that? Is it intentional or it just kind of happens? You know, there are some people that just can't help themselves they open their mouths and the truth doesn't seem to make it out what would happen to you if you were just honest about something that if you told the truth you know, there's a word that's associated with uh, when you think of people who tell the truth often even the hard truths or even when the truth may hurt themselves Usually I say those people have a lot of integrity. Sometimes I feel that we're losing the integrity in our society. And for some people it's okay if it's a means to an end. That's not okay for me. I don't know about you. I would rather you tell me the truth than tell me a lie. Even if you think it's going to hurt me, my preference is tell me the truth. Because 
I'll get over it. Uh, at least we can discuss it. But if you don't tell me the truth, even a hard truth, then you're just maybe perpetuating a false belief or a situation that's not real. And when I, if you do it for a long time, I'm going to be more upset with you than had you just told me in the first place. So integrity for me is one of those things that is extremely important because I had a, um, I guess I could call him a mentor. I had a mentor that used to say to me, my word is all I have. My word is my bond. So if I give you my word, then, you know, you got to either take it. It's true. I don't have, you know, it's all I have that I can count on, that I can say, I can give you. It's my word. And and I, I like that. And I try to live that way. That if I tell, tell you something or I tell you I'm going to do something, I try to do it. If I can't, I will tell you that I can. So integrity to me is extremely important. And when and when that doesn't happen or when the integrity is broken, you know, then I feel different about the individual. I feel different about um, the situation. I, and I really start thinking about my judgment in terms of, of whether or not uh, I... What did I miss? I asked myself, what, do I, what did I miss that I didn't get, that I didn't know, that that wasn't true? But, you know, when people keep secrets, they have different reactions. You know, there are some secrets that um, that, you know, that will <laughs> come out. And, and, I, and I, I think about a couple of them, but the biggest one that's come out I think recently to all of us is someone who, you know, paid to get their child in school. Yeah. And um, when you think about that and people keeping that as a secret or that's a lie, then how does that make you feel? What are those things that, what do you say about that? What have you said about that? Because it's been all over the news. Or there's a secret that your coworker or a friend is not telling you that has to deal with the abuse that they're getting either at home or by a relative or by a friend. And it's particularly upsetting when it's a child and it's happening to them. You know. And and most people have very negative reactions to that and, and feel very bad about the person going through that. There used to be a time when and this may still occur in some cultures and in, in, in some parts of the United States where if a woman was abused then or, or talked about being abused or sexually assaulted even, that people would blame the woman. The man never <laughs> was never held accountable or rarely, I should say, held accountable. And I, and I think that says something about our society. That says something about our culture. You know. By the way, if, if you are in a situation where you're experiencing abuse, um, know that you can call the National Domestic Violence Line. That's 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E. That's 1-800-799-7233. So if that's something that you're going through or that's something that you have a friend that you know is going through, 
please let them know that there are people out there who are ready and willing to help you in this situation. And then I also think about the fact that during this time of year, you know, people seem to get or become depressed. It's, they call it seasonal depression. Um, and and, and people, we worry about people who are uh, depressed because of the season. Because you see all these holly jolly happy things going on. And you know, people are excited about the holidays and and Thanksgiving and Christmas and and there are people who aren't so excited and, and uh, who really get uh, down on themselves and down on the world. And there's there are some typical triggers that I found in terms of seasonal depression. So it's family gatherings. That now sometimes you, I mean you think and for those of you who may not get this, I have a a couple of friends who don't understand why. <laughs> why you wouldn't be happy at a family gathering. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do have some friends who, who have, they have great families and, and they love to see each other and they, they don't mind, you know, getting together. And I also have some folks that I know that dread the fact that they got to go over Aunt B's house on Thanksgiving because a lot of it has to do, most of the time it's because people can't cook or because they're going to get in an argument with somebody because they've always gotten into an argument. So they keep repeating that pattern. Uh, so family gatherings, um, uh, over committing. And this is a time where we do overcommit, you know, because we're in such good spirits because we, you know, are, you know, in the middle of, you know, we want to give and everybody's talking about give to your community, give to the Give to this, give to that. You know, reach out, get. We we overcommit ourselves because we do want to help, right? Um, financial worlds, financial worries are those things that you know. This this the end of the year, and um, we've got you know things that we want to do, but you know, Christmas is you know not that far away. We want to make sure we have Christmas gifts for our family, our friends, or it's Hanukkah that. Comic has eight days and there's a gift every day. You know, or there's something else going on. Maybe you're worried about how I'm going to pay for it or, or, how, or I don't have the money to pay for it. How, so there's financial worries that uh, get into that. Uh, unrealistic expectations because we have it, we can't set that. Fatigue, you know, you've got stress, you know, breaking healthy habits. Uh, in fact, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Being away from your family and friends, you know, you can't get to them because maybe you're deployed in some part of the world where you just can't get back. Um, the days are shorter. The lack of sunshine, and and that's something that 10 to 20 percent of Americans experience. The seasonal affective disorder, sad, is what it's called. So. And and I, I left one out the over commercialization. Now, for me, when you start celebrating Christmas in June, that's a little too early. And even when you start playing the Christmas music in October, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the October music or the Thanksgiving music, and they're already playing Christmas. Ah! So yes, those are some triggers for seasonal depression. But we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back so we're talking we were talking about seasonal depression or uh, seasonal Affective dep- Disorder, which is called SAD, S-A-D. Um, it's interesting. The the acronym for it is actually how you feel, SAD, <laughs> when you're depressed. Um, but um, uh, there are certain triggers, and I just went through about, I think, about 10 of them for you. Uh, but they occur uh, during this time of year, and, and seasonal depression is... A, a, the situation that occurs every time around the same time of the year, uh, quote-unquote seasonal. Um, and when we think about depression, this, this is what I think what we don't, because we don't necessarily know about depression or we think about it that way. When we think about depression, we always think, oh, if they get too depressed and they'll, they'll commit suicide. Well, the interesting thing that, to know is that um, suicides... Uh, don't actually go up during the winter months, during the, this period of time of year. They actually go down. They spike in the spring, and it's according to John Hopkins, um, uh, who did an article on this earlier this year. Um, but suicide rates actually don't go up in the winter. They tend to go down, and they spike uh, in, in the spring. Um, so, and I find this an interesting phenomenon in terms of why it, why it happens. So, you know, feel free to go out to Job Hopkins Medicine and, and check that out. But, uh, again, for some people, this is a sad time. Um, things trigger um, the depression. Uh, and depending on where they were in their life anyway, um, they may may be able to work through it. If they can't, then please talk to someone, you know, see a therapist, um, uh, call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline uh, at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. 
that's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, if you're thinking about that, if you've thought about that, because um, we want you to be here and we want you to be healthy. Uh, and so if it's not at the point where you're thinking of or have thought about suicide, we just need to talk to somebody. You know, for me, sometimes just talking through things or letting letting you know or letting someone letting me know that they care or that they hear me, they, that I'm here and I exist. Uh, and... Um, you know, because sometimes you think or you try to do so much for other people, you forget about yourself. You know, so I say rethink everything. Think about how you're doing or and what you're doing and and how you're reacting to it and 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 how it how it's impacting you. You know, just try to get started. You know, on a healthier uh, life. You know, I was talking with a young lady the other day who. Um, hadn't planned on uh, trying to do anything in terms of losing weight. I mean, she was quite happy and content, quite beautiful uh, the way she was, but just decided um, after you know a visit to the doctor um, that you know she looked at herself uh, in a mirror and decided, I want to change my body. I want to change my body type. Uh, I want to change how I feel. I want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs and not breathe heavy. And she just decided to, you know, stop dreaming about it, stop talking about it, and actually start doing it. And the change that has occurred in her is quite remarkable, I think, in terms of, of someone who always looked like they weren't feeling good, you know, or they didn't, they were happy, but their face wasn't really reflecting it. They moved with uh, not as easily necessarily as uh, as they, they could because of the weight that they were carrying. And now uh, she's running up the, up the stairs and uh, she has this perpetual uh, light in her face and her eyes. Uh, because she has actually started doing something to make herself happy. She stopped making excuses as to why she couldn't be healthier. She began moving more. You know, and, and this is a problem that we have in the United States because we sit so much. Or we want to sit so much. We try to sit so much and we do. We don't we don't walk. I, I know we have those standing desks sometimes in in, um, in companies, but, you know, we're, we're just not moving. And even as you get older, there's this, and maybe it's just me, but there's this picture in your mind is when you get older and older. I heard a kid the other day say that um, 40 years old was old. And I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> I better just roll over now. He thinks 40 years old. Um. But if that's the case, you know, then we've got to keep moving because in the United States, the average life expectancy is around in the 80s and it's getting larger every day because we're, we're being more healthy and, and we're thinking about what we're doing more and we're moving. And so if you want to live into your 80s, 90s, 100s, 
Um, and I say hundreds and people look at you, but it's not impossible. We have people who are living in their hundreds. Uh, one of the things that they do, they move so that they can walk. They can talk and they can stretch and do those things that you need to do in order to live a full life. You know, don't deprive yourself, you know, when you're, as you're transitioning from an unhealthy to a healthy life. You know, when you start depriving yourself in the name of health, then I don't know about you, but it tends to want me to make that thing that I'm trying to deprive myself of more. I think about it more. So you can, you know, have everything or eat you know what what it is you want you just have to remember portion size and also remember that if you do what they call cheat you know you come back and get back on track you know find activities that get you moving you know play you know sports walk um you know play games do something with with kids walk your dog walk your cat you know, walk your salamander if you've got one, put a string on it, just go, you know, but do something and move, you know, do short, shorten your workouts. You don't have to go to, the, to a gym for an hour or two hours or uh, as some folks, three hours, you know, shorten it. Maybe it's just an hour, an hour and a half, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, but you can work out 10 minutes in, in, in uh, uh, segments of 10 or or 15 minutes at a time, you can do all that. You know, you can you can make uh, getting healthier fun. You know, make sleep a priority. I didn't used to do that so much. I would think, oh, I'd catch up with my sleep on the weekends. But what we have found out, or what we know now, is that you don't catch up on the sleep. If you lose that sleep, you've lost it. Uh, how it makes you feel is different. Um, but you know, make sleep a priority. You should be getting at least, and I'm talking to the choir here, I know, but uh, I'm also talking to myself. You should be getting at least eight, nine hours of sleep uh, every night, which means, you know, you may set a routine or a pattern in terms of going to sleep. You know, you want to rethink about, rethink the way that you have even set up your bedroom. Um, If there, I used to think that if, I could just leave the television on and, you know, fall asleep on it. But what I wasn't, what wasn't clicking in my brain is that the light, the blue light from the television is one of the things that keep me up. You know, my mother told me one time <clears throat> when I was visiting her, my mother told me that um, she couldn't sleep with the television on because, you know, it bothered her eyes. And I'm thinking, well, if your eyes are closed, how could it bother you? But it's true, the light still, you can see how the uh, changes in the television uh, from the different lighting from the shows to the commercials to different things going on. Even with your eyes closed, they can, you can see it through your lids and it does make a difference. And if you have the television on and it's playing, then your mind isn't shutting off because you're actually listening to it. Um so you need to give your body that rest, that downtime, so that it can replenish. So that this is when your cells are replenishing. This is when, you know, you're able to, you know, sort of clear your mind out, get rid of the uh, problems that you had that day. So, you know, start making your sleep a, a more of a priority and find ways to actually enjoy vegetables. <laughs> 
enjoy vegetables. I, I, you know, it's funny. Vegetables are good for you. Uh, but there are a lot of people who don't like vegetables, wouldn't eat a vegetable if you pay them to eat, to do that. Uh, find ways to enjoy them uh, because they may, do make you healthy. And I, I mean, here's some folks who are saying, yeah, but, you know, they're not grown like they were, like they used to be. That's true. So you have to find uh, vegetables that are grown more organically with less pesticide. Uh Eat more uh, proteins, and proteins are found in things other than meat. Now, when you think of lentils and um, beans and nuts, you know there are there are other ways that you can gain that and get that protein that that you need and that you we so much crave uh, in our lives. Um, but maybe even moving to a more plant-based diet, uh, and I say diet loosely. Uh, because if you're if you're looking to get healthy, it's making a life change. It's you know it's a whole new way of life maybe than what you're doing. So you know, rethink or look at how you're living and and are there one or two things that you could change that would you know eventually have an impact. We'll talk more about that when we get back from the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey we were just talking about the great vegetables that you have now i was talking with my um, engineer, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. And I was saying to him that he should try uh, 
adding vegetables to spaghetti. I don't know if any, have any of the rest of you out there tried. Right, it's good, right? I know, I know. Putting vegetables in there, you, put, you can put broccoli in there. Uh, you can put peas or carrots. Uh, it, it turns out to be something a little different than maybe spaghetti, but, <laughs> you know, mixing that together with some tomato sauce. And for those of you who like cheese, you can put some cheese on there. It's a good, hearty meal. <laughs> so try it. You know, find ways to eat vegetables, um, and you can be unconventional about it. You know, when it when I when I thought about the topic today of, uh, and I thought rethink everything. You know, um, challenging your habits, your assumptions. I sincerely mean that. I want you to to be better. And sometimes we don't do that. We don't, you know, challenge our assumptions or we don't challenge our habits. We just continue to do it because we've gotten comfortable, right? You know, we've gotten fat and comfortable uh, in terms of doing it. Or sometimes we've gotten, quote, unquote, my eyes just say, we've gotten lazy at all about doing that. But challenging your assumptions, and, and I say it starts with you. So I'm going back to self-care. You know, I want you to take care of yourself this holiday season and the next six to eight weeks because I want you to be healthy. I want you to be the best that you can be and I want you to live a healthy life. And I know I'm saying I want you, but I want you to want this as well. And I think most of you want to be healthy. I think most of you want to take care of yourself so that you can do your best, so that you can live your best life. We just don't do it. I want you to show up in every single moment like you were meant to be there. I want you to show up like you were supposed to be in the room. I want you to show up like you were supposed to take charge. You know, like you're supposed to be there and be present when you're doing it. You know, one of the benefits of self-care is slowing down makes you more productive. Now, it, it doesn't sound like it would, right? But it does. So so for the next six weeks, I want you to take extreme care of yourself so you can get ready for 2020. Because 2020, you're going to be rocking and rolling and you're going to need your energy. And you're going to need to be at your best as we move forward. So I want you to, you know, yeah, slow down and make you more productive. That means saying no to commitments, you know, that that don't serve you. Okay. And particularly during the holiday, we say yes to everything. We make promises. Oh, my gosh. We make so many promises that when we even begin to do them, we think, why did I even commit to that? Okay. Uh, sometimes you get caught up in the moment. Uh, sometimes you really do mean to do it, but you just got to be realistic. You know, Start saying no to those commitments that don't serve you. Um Taking a few deep breaths, you know, before you start to do something or you're going to tackle something heavy, you know, just sit quietly for a minute or stand quietly for a minute, you know, and so take some deep breaths and, and just kind of gather yourself. Um, it will benefit you greatly. And, and getting back to the present uh, and help, it helps refocus you. On what's truly important, you know, as you just kind of, you know, take a minute, think about it before you 
overcommit yourself, slow down. Uh, improve your self-compassion. Again, we're talking about relationships, right? So it's okay to sit and listen and just talk to somebody for a minute with no expectations, with no preconceived notions. You may be surprised at who shows up at that conversation. Showing compassionate for somebody is a natural human instinct that we do. You know, the more you take care of yourself, the better you feel. You know, so I want you to show not only other people compassion, I want you to show yourself that same compassion. So maybe you can't do as much as you used to. Maybe you can't cook as well as you thought you could. Maybe you didn't do something that you promised that you thought you you would be able to do. Show yourself some compassion here. Give yourself a break. You know, we give everybody else a break. What about giving yourself a break? You know, being warm and understanding toward yourself. You know, when you suffer a fall or you or you feel inadequate. You know, we all feel that way at times. We all feel like, you know, what what am I? What am I doing? You know, give yourself a break. Pay attention to the voices in your head. And then ask yourself, would I talk to a loved one like that? Would I talk to my kid like that? You know, because we say things to ourselves in our heads that can really screw us up. So let's stop doing that. Let's start talking about more positive things in our head. Actually, uh, the self-care, taking care of ourselves, also boosts our immune system. Again, I don't want anybody being sick. Uh, but if I don't take care of myself, if I let my immune system run down, then I'm no good for anybody else. You know, So we've got to... Uh, uh, allow ourselves to take care of ourselves. It gives our body the opportunity to build up its defenses when we do that and take care of ourselves. So self-care is extremely, extremely important. You know, and uh, uh, we can benefit greatly uh, by doing it. The last few things I want to just talk about real briefly is make sure that one of the things that we have to eliminate, and it's probably one of the hardest things for us to do, but one of the reasons I find that we don't do things is because we're afraid. We're afraid of, you know, that we can't do it, or there's some fear factor that's holding us back from being able to be successful and what we really want to accomplish for ourselves, for our family. You know, there's, we have the, a fear of, of being inadequate. You know, we're not, we don't have the right skills or the right training or we don't know enough. And because of that, we don't do the things that we make, make us feel good. We don't do the things that help to move us toward our ultimate goal in life or the fear of uncertainty. You know, we're so anxious about the things we don't know about that it actually freezes us 
from moving, stops us from moving forward, you know, or being, or, or for, for, and I say this for guys in particular, they're afraid of being weak or showing vulnerability because for some reason it makes them less than. It's an old wise tale. It doesn't make you less than. Actually, it makes you more. And there's a fear of failure, you know. We want to be successful. We want to accomplish everything that we set out to do. And sometimes we get afraid of failing in that. Well, failure is one of the greatest sources for growth that you can get. And listen, you tried. You know how many people don't even try? But you tried, you made an effort. It didn't work? Okay. What did you learn? What did that teach you? And how can you take those teachings and move forward? And sometimes there's a fear of missing out. You know, I think you see this a lot in, in, in small children, but in, in those people who who are afraid of saying no because they, they may miss out on something. You know, so you find yourself trying to do everything and that kind of cripples your success. It cripples you in terms of of your trying to accomplish things, wishing that you were somewhere other than where where you are right now. You know? And then there's a fear of change, you know. Fortunately or unfortunately, change is inevitable. So again, it's one of those things we just gotta get over it. Deal with it. Move forward. <coughs> Excuse me. Ask yourself, why does this frighten me? What is this about this change that worries me? I want you to embrace the changes that are about to happen because there's a lot of change about to go on. And you're going to have to be more accepting of it. You're going to have to find a way to work through it. You're going to have to have a way to embrace it and become the change that you want to become in your life, in the world, in your children's lives. And there's a fear of losing control. You know, losing control sometimes is a good thing. You know, let it go. Let someone else do it. You don't have to do that. They can do it. You're letting go. You're losing that control not only helps you grow and makes you feel better, it allows the other person to grow as well. And then the fear of being judged. You get to a point in life where you really don't care about what other people think. You know, it's how you feel. It's, it's where you're coming from. Yeah. And don't be afraid to think something bad happens or don't be afraid of getting hurt. It's all, again, part of life is those things happen. It's how you deal with it, you know. But start to rethink everything. Challenge those assumptions. Challenge those habits. It's been great seeing you tonight, I mean today. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. 
Be sure to join your host, Cara D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.